Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Nerdgasm Podcast, the podcast where we talk about things that are nerdy and things that are naughty. I am the celery, known as Merlin Sensing. Of course, with me are the delicious raisins, known as Switch Rigs, and a kindly dollop of peanut butter, known as the Mupacabra. And that makes us ants on a log. You can huh. go ahead and substitute the raisins for chocolate chips if you choose to, but I want to keep it healthy. As long as I get to be creamy, I think I'm okay. That's why I went with peanut butter. For you. I can live with that. Because you're not old and shriveled. That's Switch. <laughs> it's like two months older than me. I so love it. Speak speak that those words again. I know where you live. Yeah, I know where I live too. That conversation came up with 12 today because he he mentioned something about the show Angel. And okay. I said, I didn't watch Angel. He said, really? It kind of seems like your thing. I said, no, I didn't watch Buffy either. And he's like, really? I said, well, it came out in 97, so I was nine. And he's like, are you saying that I'm old? I said, no, I'm saying that you're ancient. There's a difference. <laughs> you haven't watched Grimm either. And that's right up your alley, too. At least the idea of it. Yeah, I, I feel like you would like Grimm. It's like... Disney Supernatural, almost. So. Wasn't that what Once was? or Once Upon a Time? Uh, yeah. This is more about the uh, uh, animals Hunting. and things. Yeah. Uh, in gotcha. fairy tales. It's complicated. Alright. Um. So, last week we went ahead and talked to you all and gave you some updates on life and stuff like that. Also, um, our wonderful substitute of chocolate chips, 12-sided guy, is not here, unfortunately. He's not feeling too well. So, much love to him, of course. Um, hopefully he has someone nursing him back to health and helping to, uh, suck out all the bad juju and, you know, give him <laughs> the strength he needs to, uh, continue on. Uh, hopefully quite literally sucking out the bad juju. don't encourage him oh Um, man but uh we talked a lot nerdy last week this week i think we're gonna keep it plain and simple then we're gonna jump into the gasm because moo has some stuff she wants to talk about and uh i did link something in the nerdgasm discord and if we've got the time i say we go through that and uh the folks at home can go ahead and play along uh, if Switch wants to go ahead and bring up the website and or the paper for everyone to go ahead and look at when we do it. Sound that good? sounds like fun! Yes. Definitely. Oh man, okay. Alright, cool. So, at time of recording, the video game awards are going on. God of War Ragnarok is wiping the floor with literally every other game to nobody's surprise because is it good? I'm sure it is. Does it need to win every single reward? I'm sure it shouldn't, but that's the way it is every single year when it comes to one specific game. Uh, is that, that a triple A title? Yes. Does that tend to be I mean I guess so I don't watch the video game awards. Is that typically what happens? What some whatever triple A title is big that year just sweeps the competition? usually um it's not always that way but it's often that way and it's usually something that again you look at it, it's like oh this game is good and then it's like really it's winning everything yeah. it's, it's good but it's not that multiplayer good. game of the year god of war ragnarok does that even have multiplayer in it i don't know <laughs> <laughs> it feels like it a lot of the times um and i get a little annoyed with it because I play more indie games nowadays, or yeah. the uh, the um, the small guy retro games, yeah, or a retro game or something more than anything else, and they're never the ones for yeah. nominations. Yeah. Um, speaking I mean, of, mm-hmm, go ahead. Speaking of indie games, I can't remember if this was one you've talked about. Um, have you played Celeste before? Mm. Uh, yes, I think it's in my list of stuff. Floof goes on and on about that game. She is super into it. She's like on the last chapter. That she game tried to exp- is amazing. Uh, both uh, gameplay wise, it's very intuitive and it feels good when you do mm-hmm. things correctly. And if you die effectively, then mm-hmm. it's your own fault. It's not the game being unfair or stupid mm-hmm. or whatever. It's just like, okay, this is where I messed up. And also the story yeah. that goes with it is just... She 
explained a little bit of the story to me um, on Halloween while we were walking around. And she went through, like, the whole, like, she did the typical thing that, like, 13-year-old kids do when they're super excited and told me the whole story. And it was actually enough, because sometimes I'm like, okay, yes, we're talking about another video game. That's great. And she went through the whole thing, and it sounded super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just I had to I had to ask about that one because it just seemed like something you guys well Switch would enjoy for the storyline. And then Merlin, she talked about how difficult it is as a platformer, and just how the the amount of precision that is required, yes. right, to to go through this game. And that's what she's like. I've been stuck on this last chapter for literal weeks. Well. The game is very good about building upon itself, and that last chapter, as sometimes it does with a lot of games, or at least have done in the past, it's like, hey, do you remember everything that you've learned since stage mm-hmm. one? It's like, do this, do I this, hope so. combo this with this, this is how you do this, make sure you mm-hmm. know this mechanic. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. But, but yes. was, that was the thing that I asked her. I said, is that one of the, I said, are the characters 8-bit or 16-bit, whatever it is? And she's like, yeah, so I think I'm going to try to make them in the little uh, ornaments. Oh, okay. cute. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Celeste is actually a very good game. Uh, I don't know all of the story, and I do, I've watched some of it. And I do it's like... It's a big old metaphor. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of, a lot of indie yeah. games are big metaphors yeah. nowadays. Ever but, heard uh, of Binding of Isaac? <laughs> <laughs> she loves oh, that one, that's too. That's a metaphor. Um, but yeah, Celeste has that very Super Meat Boy kind of feel to, uh, it's platforming. Yeah. Um, I've definitely watched a lot and do like it. Um, but my... Switch. Yes. Yeah, tell us about game stuff. Game stuff? Um, game stuff. Well, something that's coming from the, the, uh, Game Awards right now is that there's going to be another, um, Star Wars Jedi uh, game. It's called Jedi Survivors from the same. It's the sequel to, um, uh, what's the name? Is it the one with the redheaded kid that did really well? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I can't think of it. The Last Jedi, I think it is, something like that. But My ex is... played it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Jedi something. Mm hmm. But the next one's coming out, and I actually, I actually like that one, so. Um, okay. that's coming out March, in fact. Really oh, soon. Fall in order. Thank you. Fall, Fall order. in order. Yeah. Yep. Now the, the new one Survivor. is called Survivor. Correct. Cool, cool, cool. I can Google things. Yeah. No, my ex played that whole game. It actually looked super cool. And, like, the graphics were really good. Like, to the point that I'm looking at going, I know which actor that is. I know mm-hmm. who that's modeled after. I can that actually tell you. That actor's been in a you. lot of stuff video game-wise recently, it seems like. Oh, yeah. He had that, he had that you know great voice acting and it was just like let's start you in everything yeah it's it's really amazing that we're at that point now where it's just like well we're gonna go ahead and put these little dots on your face and you're gonna go ahead and say your lines and we're gonna record them and then what you say we're gonna go ahead and map on this virtual character it's like oh okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh video game wise there's not a ton coming out this coming week um a lot of just indie titles, because I guess everyone is prepping for Christmas already. Um, I mean, it I feels guess. like if your game hasn't been released by now, there's almost no point in releasing it yeah. for Christmas, because yeah. everybody's already shopped, you know what I mean? I'm so done. This, this I'm is done like wrapped. the December winter game drought, and we probably won't see anything until January, February, March. Yeah, that's definitely when it starts. Um, I'm waiting for the next Zelda that's coming out in... Uh, it's not March, it's yep. May? They they May. pushed it back. It was March, I think they pushed it back to May. They just keep pushing it back, honestly. I, I don't mind that they do. It, it's, it's I want a polished game. I don't want a rushed game. True. Agreed. I just wish they'd stop giving us release dates like mm-hmm. if if they know that they're going to keep pushing don't give us a month just say 2023 well though well, the thing is it's is that a double-edged sword it really is uh in the sense of they want the hype but mm-hmm. the the reason why they keep pushing it back is because um they get give a, they, something to the investors the investors want want to push the game out the toy companies want to push the game out the everyone that's not making the game wants to push the game out. The developers are like, we're working on it. It's a little harder than yeah. you think. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, well, especially with how detailed the first Breath of the Wild was, and people went on and on and on, and that became kind of the standard, I think, for how we wanted games to be going forward. Like, I just still remember playing that first scene, even on, I think I played it on the Wii U, like, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. that first scene when you come up over the hill, and it's yeah. like, oh, and it was, I'd never seen a game look like that before. In my opinion, that is a great scene, but I think that even that scene borrowed a bit from something like Fallout 3 that had come out decades before. Because if you've never played Fallout 3, I highly suggest picking it up. It's a fantastic game. Get the Game of the Year version. It's like maybe $10 for almost any system nowadays. Um, But at the very beginning of the game, you're in a vault and you play through, you know, little bits and pieces as it acclimates you to this world and what everything's about. And then so when you your dad to, makes you shoot the rat, right? It's a rat. Yeah, it's it's a it's, it's an irradiated rat. Whatever yeah, it is, I think it's a rad roach. But yes. Oh, okay. But then you have to leave the vault, and then the minute that you leave the vault, and the whole of the wasteland is presented to you, and that wonderful kind of sepia green, and it just. It's amazing, and and it's and it, it was just a wonderful feeling playing that for the first time again years ago, and it does have that feel like just like, whoa. Mm-hmm. I do like the Fallout, but I prefer the nice you know colors of Zelda. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm waiting for the game, and I know it's not coming. It's just not coming. Where we play Zelda, not yeah. Link. What do you talk about? We yeah. always play Zelda. Now, Zelda's the one legend. that's always in the it's green. It's been Zelda since Nintendo. Yeah. What are you talking about? I know. Well, no, don't forget uh, CDI. <sighs> Zelda's uh, and the Wand of Gamelon. He has such a cool hat. <laughs> that Zelda hat is amazing. I know. But there is one game where you do get to play Zelda, which is not that bad. It's that crossover for um, Crypt of the Necrodancer that they did. Like Cadence of Oh, Hyrule. yeah. Uh, Cadence of Hyrule. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that's still that's actually pretty still fun. I've played like probably a couple hours of it, but I need to I need to finish it. I really do. Mm. Um, but what else do we got going on? Oh, we have the Mario Kart drop of uh, the new tracks. Yes, not got to look up exactly which ones, but I know moves faster I- than I am. I looked at it, I got the email about it earlier because we paid for the big expensive family membership, and I I can't tell you the last time I got to touch my own Nintendo Switch. Like, I I just don't, I don't ever Same. get to play it. The kids always have oh, it, that's so I just have given up. I know there's like a maple something is on there, there's an ice cream sundae level. They just introduced a Christmas level, Moo. What? Yeah. That came out with with this pack. There's a Christmas level. So so we. Got, I didn't know about that. We got the Rock Cup and the Moon Cup. Rock Cup has Tour London Loop, the Game Boy Advanced Boo Lake, 3DS Rock 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 Mountain, and the Wii's Maple Tree Way. The See, Moon, I knew about the Maple one. Yeah, the, the Moon Cup has Tour Berlin Berlin Byways, the DS Peach Gardens. I bet the Christmas one is the Merry Mountain, and the three ah! is Rainbow Road. Ah, good old Rainbow Road. Now, another thing to go ahead and note about this DLC is, uh, and this was brought to my attention by our good friend DX Kramer, uh, he went ahead and let us know that apparently on uh, special uh, uh, tournaments and stuff like that that you can set up, you can toggle certain items on and off. Yes. Hmm. That's so nice. he he has invited us at some point in time to play BSBS mode, aka blue shell bullshit. Mm. Where literally I, the I only item that. on is the blue shell. I I have taken to and I, I hope you won't be mad at me for this, Merlin. Uh he's my second opinion for games. If I oh, can't get a hold nice. if I can't get a hold of you, um he he's has very been knowledgeable. I, I will he's say very that. knowledgeable and he's been very good about like I've been like, hey, this game and he'll be like, Yes, and I'll be like, but for an eight year old and he's like, Ah, well, let yeah. me tell you why that's maybe not a great idea, but also what might be a good idea. Um and I was like, That was really helpful. Thank you very much. So Can that be your yeah. tertiary uh 
Does it help her for the game game decisions? You can be, because you have little childrens now that you have to deal with. Um, I don't know, Switch. You don't even like to play Seven Days to Die with me anymore. That's because it's every other game. The, it's the, every other game. Um, it's it's basically say, say build a build a world and survive. It, the only one I personally like of that is Space Engineers. That's it. I just there's there's like fifty versions of that type of game out there. It's a boiled down version of every survival game. I don't That's mind true, it, but I like those Valheim, Raft, Seven Days. I haven't tried I like Raft that. yet. Seven days I like when we get to kind of, I like when everybody plays and we get to sort of play house a little bit. Mm. Um, I think it's pretty clear that my strengths in those games are not like hand-to-hand combat. Like It's organization and yelling at the rest of us. And <laughs> Pretty my, much. My issue with it with playing seven days dies because I feel like I'm not doing anything. Like, I'm, you guys are done, like, five, five steps ahead of me. And I'm like, oh, okay, I have a stick. That's kind of... Part of why I took the route that I did, like, I have long since learned I'm not going to match Merlin, Raven, or Panda as far as, like, actual skill in any game. It's just (laughs) not going to happen. What I can do is assist, and I can be like, look, the food is made. Nobody's going to die because we have food. The bandages are made. Nobody's going to bleed to death because we have bandages. And the house looks pretty. The major thing is delegation of jobs and such like that and you know it is you know moo is you know the the cooker and i'm a mom um you know creator of the household um the hunter gatherer is usually raven um house uh defenses is usually panda i'm usually the guy that's going out there completing jobs and kind of like ramping up what we can and can't get a hold of um, and that also sometimes falls into the um, creator role. And 12 is just kind of a big old himbo about that, too, to be perfectly honest. He will do 12, whatever you tell him, and he will do backup. it 110%. He's is just he like, the hunter-gatherer oh. backup? Yes. Is he the defensive backup? Yes. Is he the yes. quest backup? Yes. Is he the homemaker it's, backup? Yes. Did, you, <laughs> did, did one of us need 10,000 pieces of wood? That's that's 12 out there with an axe. Just. Yeah. <laughs> and the same thing is that, I, same thing with Rust for a different group of people that I play with. It's the same game. And I just turned into well they're already doing that what do they need me for i'll just go be a survivor by myself and do it all myself it just mm-hmm. turns into i've i can be self-sufficient i'm like do i wait for everyone or are they all going to be online or um am i just going to be useless and just kill things i don't know yeah it's it not can be a little bit goofy um, yeah. especially playing with multiple people where it's just like i can be hey, self-sufficient Bear? But is it possible to be self-sufficient with all three of us? You know what I mean? I don't know. I I appreciate the genre, but it just doesn't click for me, unfortunately. Fair enough. Yeah. (laughs) Um, If you guys come play Space Engineers with me, we could do a whole bunch of crap. I'm more interested in something like Deep Rock Galactic, I think. I'll have to look at that. Is that the one with the dwarves? Yeah, rock and stone. Mm. Um, Moo, you got anything for us in the nerdy pile? Uh, I have something that's not nerdy, but life update, right? So I managed to not have to call the police at all at work this week, which is super no exciting. bananas. No bananas. However, uh, I did end up calling um one of my colleagues that had left, um, who I'm gonna call Mickey Mouse, um for reasons he'll understand um not that he listens to this so i call mickey mouse and i'm like so i work in um higher education right and um we call or many universities call what i do residence life and it essentially has to do with like college kids and like their environment in general but res life is just kind of like the colloquial term that we all use and so i call mickey mouse and i'm like hey did you have animal bones on your Res Life bingo card for the year? And he's like, no, 
No, I did not. He's like, are you about to tell me? I'm like, why? Yes, I am. And so I got a duty report that said, RA called because resident received packaged of package of animal bones addressed to them. They don't know who the ca- package came from. And they talked to the police and they didn't feel like the police took them seriously. And they didn't know what to do. Hmm. And that was a stranger. Like, I've dealt with a lot of things, right? And as we get closer to, like, Christmas break and we have to talk about, like, we have to go in and inspect people's rooms. It's a thing we do. We look for certain hazards, and especially, like, if people are going to be leaving for break, we want to make sure, like, nobody left their goldfish behind. Um, Which happens more often than you would expect, honestly. That's kind of how I ended up with my last goldfish is because somebody left it behind and I didn't want it to die. Um, But we found, like, I found a whole stoplight in a room once. Not a stop sign, like red, yellow, green, like four feet tall. They're huge. They're much bigger than you think they are. Huge fucking street sign in this room. So we get weird shit all the time. Like, it's just kind of like, yeah, another weird thing, different day. Um, But animal bones was a new one on me, too. So no bananas this week, but bones. So, like, (laughs) could maybe everybody stop being real fucking creepy? That'd be sweet. It's just a shaman trying to deliver their answer to their, their, um, you know divining i was gonna say like see but the resident was real confused like and (laughs) so that's the other weird thing that i saw this week oddly enough now that she brought shamanism into this um i'm walking down the hallway to go to my office and like we have study lounges for kiddos and there is a guy standing with a cape on and a staff and a cauldron on the table And a girl just kind of sitting watching him. And I'm not sure if I, like, stumbled past a magic show or what this kid was supposed to be. And I started to say something. And I was like, you know what? I don't have enough time. I don't have enough words. We're just going to let him keep doing whatever goofy shit he's doing. As long as he doesn't wreck my lounge, I don't care. So, yeah. No no police, no bananas, but bones in a cauldron. So it's, it's been an interesting week. Um, the only few things that I have to talk about that's semi-nerdy related is I do have to mention the fact that, unfortunately, this past week, uh, Kirstie Alley passed away at the age of 71. A lot of people know her from Cheers. Other people know her from, uh, Look Who's Talking among, oh gosh, I don't even know how many other shows and movies she's been in, but a lot, so. She was also a Scientologist. She was the highest level of Scientologist that you can be. She was a, some, was it, uh, Operating Thetan 8. Sure. Cool. Um, so, uh, the other thing that I get to go ahead and talk about is we, we officially have permission oh. from Aelin to refer to her as Aelin. As Aelin. I was going to call her Big Titty Goth Girlfriend. Um, Not that she's anybody's (laughs) girlfriend in particular. Did I tell you that story when we were at Applebee's? And she was showing me uh, a couple of pictures of her. And one was with her in the full makeup and a corset and stuff. I was like, so you're telling me that if I play my cards right, potentially in in some point, you know, I could have a Big Titty Goth Girlfriend? I, I honest to God, with all respect to her, like, I, that's what I was going to call her. Um, she's not my big titty goth girlfriend, but she's a big titty goth girlfriend. This is true. Um, she's also not my big titty goth girlfriend, but yes, she is a big titty goth A big titty goth girlfriend. And um, I took her to go visit and meet Mo Guns yesterday. Ooh. Yeah, it's getting Whoa. serious. I know, getting right? Getting serious. <laughs> So but yeah, actually, that's, that's I, so I, I, this is gonna, I'm gonna make this worse. Um, so she had messaged me to oh, just be like, hey, I hope. told me. Yeah, I hope nothing's weird. I hope nothing. I was like, no, like, you're totally fine. Like, she's like, I hope I didn't make it weird by saying that there are similarities between the two of us. I said, I've literally been giving Merlin shit about having a type for literal years. Yeah, because like, you're you one to talk, totally though. fine. I'm not saying that I don't have a type. I think it's pretty fucking clear that I have a type. All of the men that I have dated share very similar core characteristics. And there's just like little important pieces here and there that are different. But like, I very clearly have a type. Let's not, let's not beat around the bush. Very much I have a type. I'll I'll beat around that bush with my dick. 
It's gone. Good luck. Um, however, I... Sorry, Dressbox just walked in the room without pants on again, and it distracted me. As um, it should. Just type. As should. I'm, I have I'm... a type. Thank you. Um, so I was talking <laughs> like, let's her. hurry this up. I gotta go fuck. Um, it's been a couple days. Um, but I was, I was talking with her and just kind of, um, creeping through her FetLife profile and everything. And she inspired me to, um, buy some new, she, she had some pictures in these really cute, like, one-piece fishnet thing going on. Mm, mm, mm. I know exactly um, the picture you're talking about. I'll bet you do, you pervert. Um, I know the so article of clothing. That's how I first messaged her was on FetLife. So, I know. God so, forbid I look at um, her pictures. So I, 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 I went ahead and ordered myself a couple because I thought, you know what? I said, I'm thinking she's beautiful. And like... We're roughly the same size. Like, she's taller than me. But I was like, I could do that. She looks good in that. I could do that. Yeah. So so we're going to step outside our comfort zone a little bit. And I'm going to try it. And we're going to see how it comes out. But um, As far as things looking good on her. Um, not a picture I saw. But if, if you're really interested in going, like, you know, a, a step further uh, from the fishnets. If you want to get back to your medieval roots, so to speak. Uh, even for cosplay or boudoir photos or anything like that. Uh, get a hold of Aelin and ask her who uh, she knows that can make a chainmail bikini, you know, or, or oh, just God. a chainmail bra. I know what you're thinking. Oh, that sounds horrible. Apparently, it's amazing. Like, she said it was the most comfortable, supportive bra that she has ever worn in her life. And, you know, she is well endowed. Boobs, yeah. yeah. Pre-surgery, Support, I could probably good. do that. Somebody came actually asked me about that. They asked me something about cute bras, and I said, I don't buy cute bras anymore. I buy practical bras now. I've become that person, because anything cute has underwires, and that's where my scars are. Yeah. Understood. Um, okay, so with all that so Aelin, said... So, Aelin is how I say it? Aelin. A-Y-L-I-N is the phonetic pronunciation. I still might end up calling her big titty goth girlfriend. A-Y-L-I-N. Uh, okay, I'm going to go ahead and try and go through the Geeky Weeky uh, as fast as possible, so I might skip over a couple of days, and I apologize. Your sneaky peeky at this week's Geeky Weeky was that it's Noodle Ring Day, probably best known as SpaghettiOs. It's also National App Day, International Mountain Day. I, and I apologize a- for interrupting the Geeky Weeky. You just reminded me we lost one other person this week, more uh-huh. an animal. We lost the pug. Noodle! noodle. We, we lost, lost Noodle the Pug. Yeah. There's no more No Bones Days. Yep. Like the Washington Post, I think, covered his death. It was a big deal. Like, mm-hmm. Apologies, you're not on TikTok that as much, I guess. But Poor Noodle. Yeah. yeah. So Noodle was a 14-year-old pug. You do know who Noodle the Pug is, right? Yeah. 14-year-old pug. For anybody that didn't, 14-year-old pug. And um, his owner would stand him up every day. And if he had bones, he would stand up and it was a bones day. And that was the day to go do something and try something different and take chances. And on the no bones day, he just kind of went, eh. And he laid there all day. And that was the day to maybe play it safe. Just, you know, go back to bed, do some self-care. Um, and he would bark at thresholds and cars and everything. And he would bark at his food. And it just kind of became this cute little joyous thing. He wrote, The guy wrote a book, like... Um, mm-hmm. But he gave a very heartfelt speech about how it was okay to be sad about somebody that you didn't necessarily know, but, you know, to celebrate him. And yeah. Apologies for Sorry. interrupting, but yeah, that needed to be said too. Continue. Uh, uh, Sunday, December 11th is also Holiday Food Drive for the Needy Animals. Uh, Monday, December 12th, uh, Choral Day, as in singing. Uh, it's also Festival of Unmentionable Thoughts, uh, Gingerbread Decorating Day, uh, National Ambrosia Day, and Universal Health Coverage Day. Tuesday, December 13th, National Cocoa Day, National Cream Cheese Frosting Day, National Horse Day, National Ice Cream Day, I know, kind of crazy to be in the winter, but I'll go with it, and National Violin Day. Wednesday, December 14th, Halcyon Days, where you kind of remember uh, the olden days and the good old days and stuff like that. Um, It's also National Alabama Day, but 
be very careful how you celebrate that because this is not Alabama and some of those things are still illegal. Uh, it's also National Bouillabaisse Day, Monkey Day, and Roast Chestnuts Day. Thursday, December 15th, International Tea Day, Lemon Cupcake Day. So go ahead, have a lemon cupcake with your tea. Uh, National Cupcake Day. So, yeah, National Cupcake, Lemon Cupcake. Boom, there you go, 2 on one And uh, National Regifting Day, which means check your closets for anything that may still be uh, packed up and shove it off on somebody else. Uh, Friday, December 16th, is Barbie and Barney Backlash Day. The day is where we kind of talk about the maybe not so great things that Barbie and Barney instilled into our kids, like a very unhealthy look at their bodies for how Barbie is sculpted. Um, and I love you, you love me, we're a happy family, can be really awkward towards people you may not know that well. Um, it's also National Chocolate Covered anything day so go out there eat chocolate covered peanuts chocolate covered pretzels chocolate covered pussy eat it all mm-hmm. maybe just be careful with the chocolate though because that's a great way to get a yeast infection true uh use, maybe use body safe chocolate covered chocolate. boobies then body safe chocolate mm-hmm. uh it's also national ugly sweater day uh, stupid Toy Day and National Underdog Day, where you vote for the person that maybe isn't at the front runner of the race, but, you know, he's still in the race, he's earned his place, he can still pull it off. Finally, Saturday, December 17th, it's Canadian Maple Syrup Day, and I am so sad that 12's not here. 12's not here. Uh, it's also National Device Appreciation Day. I appreciate you, computer. Uh... And Wright Brothers Day, which we celebrate here in Ohio. Uh, it's also Saturnalia. Uh, your sneaky peeky at next week's Geeky Weeky that starts with Sunday, December 18th. And I have to use this one because I just watched an episode of the Nostalgia Critic on it. Answer the telephone like Buddy the Elf Day. So that means... Buddy the Elf, calls, what's your favorite color? There you go. And that is this. the Geeky Weeky. So, uh, what I have linked for everyone here in Nerdgasm to go ahead and take a look at, and um, there are little checkmark boxes that you can go ahead and fill out. This is called the Official Rice Purity Test. Uh, the Purity Test has historically served as a uh, segue from uh, zero week to true college life at Rice. Uh, It's a voluntary opportunity for zero-week groups to bond and for students to track the maturation of their experiences throughout college. Uh, This is not a bucket list. Do not treat it as such. This is a caution. Yeah. (laughs) So completion of all items on this test will likely result in death. Um, This is just kind of like, well, what have you done in your life? And a lot of these are, you know, related sexually. So let's go ahead and get started. We're not going to talk too deep into it, but we're going to go through, check off what we can, and then we'll discuss our results at the end. Sound good? Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm here for this. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and read the first 10, and then we can go ahead and switch off, because I believe there's a hundred of these. Okay? Okay. All right. Number one, held hands romantically. Okay. Number two, been on a date. Number three been in a relationship and like i said uh switch hopefully has brought up uh the it on screen so marketing your brains you know what i mean or use a scratch piece of paper or something number four danced without leaving room for jesus so that means body to body touching uh kissed a non-family member kissed a non-family member on the lips that's number six number seven french kissed Number eight, French kissed in public. Number nine, kissed on the neck. And number ten, kissed horizontally. Probably like in bed or something like that. So, starting at number eleven, Switch, do you want to take over? Sure. Number eleven, give give or receive a hickey. Twelve, kiss or be kissed on the breast. Uh, kiss someone below the belt. Thirteen. Uh, fourteen is kiss from for more than two consecutive or hours consecutively. 
I wish I could check mark that one. Um, yeah, that I've, just I've, like a I've done that. I get, You'd be surprised when you're stuck in a room with somebody while a movie's just playing and that's all you do. Mm-hmm. I must have skipped that step. Uh, 15, play a game involving, involving strip, uh, stripping. 16, seen or been been seen by another person uh, in a sensual context. Yep. 17, masturbated. <laughs> 18, masturbated to a picture or video. Oh my god. I'm gonna have to click all 100. Um, I've definitely tried that too so far, yeah. <laughs> masturbated while someone else was in the room. Oh, yes, please. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and I'll do number 20. Uh, ben caught masturbating. Uh, not by my parents. I'm, t- <laughs> I'm 20 for 20 at this point, guys. I- I'm 19 for 20 so far. I Go ahead, Moo. 19 for 20. Move 21. Masturbated with an inanimate object. Seen or read pornographic material. Massaged or been massaged sensually. Gone through the motions of intercourse while fully dressed. Undressed or been undressed by an MPS, which stands for Member of the Preferred Sex. Look at them being inclusive. For them. Showered with an MPS. Fondled or had your butt cheeks fondled. Fondled or had your breasts fondled. Fondled or had your genitals fondled. Number 30, had or given blue balls. All right, back to me with number 31, had an orgasm due to someone else's manipulation. Uh, Sent a, 32, sent a sexually explicit text or instant message. 33, sent or received sexually explicit photographs. 34, engaged in sexually explicit activity over video chat. 35, cheated on a significant other during a relationship. 36, purchased contraceptives. For those of you that don't know, that means condoms or birth control. Uh, 37, gave oral sex. 38, received oral sex. 39. Ingested someone else's genital secretion. Number 40. Used a sex toy with a partner. This is going so well for me, guys. Switch. <laughs> oh, same here, by the way. Um, uh, 41. Uh, spent a night at, with a MPS. 42. Been walked in on while engaging in a sexual act, yes. Um, kicked a roommate out to commit, yes, <laughs> commit yeah. a sexual act. Um, uh, ingested alcohol in a non-religious context, yeah. Uh, played a drinking game, uh, yeah. Been drunk, yeah, I guess. Um, faking sobriety. Oh, there's some up here that'll... Huh? Okay. Yeah, Sorry, some of these I, I'll actually be okay on. <laughs> yeah, same. Uh, to parent or teacher. Uh, no, I actually going to say no to that one. Uh, had served um, memory loss and due, due to Severe alcohol. Severe memory loss, yeah. No, actually. Uh, and used tobacco and used marijuana. I actually have some blank spots, finally. <laughs> Go ahead, Moo. 51. 51. Used a drug, str- drug stronger than marijuana. Does this count? No, do if not I... count prescription drugs. Okay. We're talking mm-hmm. recreationally. Okay. Used methamphetamine, crack cocaine, PCP, horse tranquilizers, or heroin. Been sent to the office of a principal, dean, or judicial affairs representative for a disciplinary action. action. Been put on disciplinary probation or suspended. Guys, there's a couple of these I actually haven't done. Urinated in public. Gone skinny dipping. Gone streaking. Seen a stripper. Had the police called on you. Run from the police. Merlin. Uh, 61. Had the police question you. 
Uh, 62, had the police handcuff you. 63, been arrested. 64, been convicted of a crime. 65, been convicted of a felony. 66, committed an act of vandalism. 67, had sexual intercourse. 68, had sexual intercourse three or more times in one night. 69. 69? Oh, I misunderstood. And number 70, had had sexual intercourse ten or more times in total in your life, basically. Fuck. <laughs> um, 71 is had sexual intercourse uh, in four or more positions. Uh, we're just going to shorten this. Your HSI uh, with with a stranger or person you met within 24 hours. Surprisingly, we would not have gotten a yes on that three years ago. Um, had, had sexual intercourse with a Motor vehicle, with in a sex. motor vehicle, okay. not with a motor hey, vehicle. People do have sex with motor. No, vehicles. I know my weird addiction or whatever. There was the guy that was in love with his car or something. I had sex outdoors. I had sex uh, in public. We can just keep checking. I had sex in that's, a swimming yeah. pool or hot tub. That's not very fun nor easy. Um, had sex in bed not belonging to you or your partner. Yes, I have. Uh, have a sexual intercourse while you or your partner, partner's par- parents were in the same home. That's always fun. Having sexual intercourse with non... Uh, give me the word, everybody. Participating. Participating in a third party in the same room for you. Yes. Join uh, the Mile High Club. I have not been on a plane. So say for those of you that don't know, the Mile High Club is when you have sex while in flight, uh, usually in a bathroom, or maybe it's easier in first class if you have a private cubicles. Mm-hmm. Well, All right. Participated in a booty call with a partner who, whom you were not in a relationship with. Traveled one hundred or more miles for the primary purpose of sexual intercourse. Eighty three had sexual. Had sexual intercourse with a partner with a three or more year age difference. Had sexual intercourse with a virgin. And I have. Had sexual intercourse yeah. without a condom. What? Sorry, sorry, I was thinking. Sexu- I've never had sexual intercourse with a virgin. You were a virgin. Had yes. That person wasn't a virgin? I... No. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Continue. Had an, S- had an STI test due to reasonable suspicion. Had an STI. Had a threesome. Attended an orgy. Had two or more distinct acts of sexual intercourse with two or more people within 24 hours. Merlin. What? Oh. Uh, no, it's your turn. <laughs> had sexual intercourse with five or more partners in total in your lifetime. Not all at the same time, uh, but technically that would also count. Uh, been photographed or filmed during sexual intercourse by yourself or others. Had period sex. 94. Had anal sex. 95. Had a pregnancy scare. 96. Impregnated someone or been impregnated. 97. Paid or been paid for a sexual act. Question. Do we count somebody sending me lingerie as being paid for a sexual act? Oh, fuck. Wait, OnlyFans. Never mind. Shut up. Go ahead. Uh, 98. Committed an act of voyeurism. And then these last two are really crossing a line and we definitely do not suggest doing either of these. Um, committed an act of incest or 100 engaged in bestiality. Okay. So, so my score is, uh, 23. My score is 36. Lower the score the worse, or, uh... The lower, it's the number of ones you didn't check. It's how pure you are. I am 36% pure, effectively. 
purity is boring. I got a 14. <laughs> God damn. It's basically like hard drugs and arrests. I got a 14. Just like we said, purity is a construct. Do not True. take any uh, self-worth or, uh, you yeah. know, uh, or, or engage in self-deprecation based on this. This is something fun for you to do along with yeah, us. absolutely. Um, and uh, if you like you the way you are, good job. Yeah, absolutely. Like, we're not going to judge you. Again, but- those last two are... Number one, uh, number one, number one hundred is a hundred percent a big no-no. Absolutely, like that—that is crossing a major line. Furries are cool though because that's not bestiality. Like furries get a very bad rap for people thinking they're into bestiality. It's like, no, that is literally the farthest thing that furries are into. And um, an act of incest, you know, that's that's just not that's that's. Mm-mm. And we're not talking, oh, stepbrother, I'm stuck in the washing machine. Like, that is pornography. All right? That doesn't actually happen. But, yeah, that is the rice purity test. Uh, Moo, you have anything else for us here on uh, the gas? So I do. So last week we did not get super nerdy. And so I had been talking to... Dress back a little, dress splash a little bit. First of all, take a step back. Um, I named the podcast last week. Let's talk about analytics. It was analytics, but I made and y'all are perverts because that one got thirty five listens. We haven't had thirty five listens in a while, so I'm glad y'all are keeping it naughty with me. Um, so I have been um, like we said, looking at analytics, and uh, King Quest did super well. It seems like y'all were really interested in that. It seems like it was something you enjoyed. It was something I enjoyed doing. And so I would like to take some time to kind of um, focus on King Quest, but focus a little more on the quest. Um, Dress Blacks and I were talking, and again, I, I talk a lot about the importance of open and honest communication. And um, so I, I had messaged him yesterday he's been out of town a lot so we've been doing a little bit more text conversation than normally and i said i thought maybe it would be interesting to look at some of the things we haven't done do them and then report back about what that was like um and so i kind of looked at our felt life list and looked at our like things we've done versus like things we're curious about and started kind of cross-referencing. And so we've always, like, we talked about a lot of things in the beginning, and I think it's easy in, like, the honeymoon period of a relationship or whatever to talk about things. Um, And then, you know, life got in the way. And so it was always, well, when we have more time or when we have more space or, 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 well, now we've got space, so it's time to make time, right? So we have some stuff on our lists that we're both interested in trying. Um, we also have some stuff on our list that I think we're maybe a little hesitant about because it's stuff that requires maybe a little more prep or is just kind of a little more involved or a little bit more kinky for lack of a better term than like your basic stuff. And so, um, what I want to clarify is this was not me seeking, like seeking out, hey, what are your hard no's? Let's fuck with them. Or like, what are my hard no's? Let's fuck with them. Like, we are respecting each other's boundaries, absolutely. But maybe talking about some of the things that we've had more interest in or or we've wanted to explore further. And then I'd like to talk with our listeners about what that process was like. Um, Let me clarify what I don't mean. I don't mean I'm about to give you like an audio porn play-by-play of how this all went down. But I'd like to kind of We're saving that for the OnlyFans. I'd like to kind of take some of these acts that are are considered taboo um, and really break it down what it was like to to get ready for that and to participate that in that and to kind of process afterwards. Because, again, open and honest communication is important. And so um, I think this will be exciting for me, one, because I get to try some stuff, but two, just... I want everybody to understand that you're not wrong for wanting the things that you want or feeling the way you feel so long as everybody involved, like safe, sane, and consensual, right? If it's safe, sane, and consensual, then you are good to go. Um, And so we are going to, um, we're going to misfrizzle this. We're going to take some chances. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to get messy. And um, 
we're going to let you know how it goes. That's so actually if, a really bad scientific process if you break it down that way. Well, this isn't science. It's sex. So it'll be but, okay. But no. And so it's for science, but it isn't science. So we are going to. I'm not going to cite my work. I will Get not it. cite my work. Somebody could argue that this is uh, relative to biochemistry. So, so um, if you have something that you are particularly interested in learning about, if there is something that you think, gosh, I've never heard them talk about this. Really, they should give this a try. I think they'll enjoy it. Send it to us. I, I promise we can be, ask Aelin, ask Big Titty Goth Girlfriend. We can be anonymous. We, we're, we're very good at protecting people's identities when we need to. So if you have questions, yeah. please send them to us. If you need to make up a bullshit email address, do that. Fuck. I got an email from John Smith. Sounds great. Let's now, do it. Now, like, where can they send this email, Moo? So you can go ahead if you do not feel comfortable sending it to uh, Nerd. We have one email. It's nerdgasminc, N-3-R-D-G-A-5-M-I-N-C at gmail.com. If maybe you don't want the boys to see it, maybe you just want to keep this, you know, between us gals, um, you can go ahead and send it to Mupacabra, M-O-O-P-A-C-A-B-R-A, at yahoo.com. And I will keep that just between you and I. Um, and, and I would love to answer some of your questions. I think, I think the world could use more examples of open and honest communication. And I'm going to do my best to, to model that. And it was really, it, it, this sounds so dorky and so like <sighs> sappy, but like I went through this list of stuff with him that I had been thinking about and some things that I wanted to. And I said, you know, I'm not saying this needs to be an every night kind of thing, but maybe we pick a night every week or every other week and we explore some of the stuff we talked about at the beginning but never really got to. I said there was a lot of stuff that space and situation didn't allow for and he said, you know, yeah, now that we have more space and a little more time. Um and I I said um I said we talked about these things, you know, and I was really excited and then like life kind of got in the way and while sex is not the most important aspect of our relationship, it's what brought us together initially. And I think it's kind of, you know, silly to, to not acknowledge that. And so um, I and I said, you know, I just want to like I wanted to thank him, too, because. I remember being terrified to have these conversations with my ex, right? I remember going through and talking with you boys about it, what it was like to try to say, how do I do this? And how do I have this conversation? How do I get him to understand the things that I'm hoping for and the things that I'd like to try? Um, and it failed, honestly, in the end. But I, you know, I, I said, thank you for, for letting me be open and letting me be honest. And I, I'm just so thankful that it, I wasn't afraid to have that conversation. And, you know, I said, thank you for, for not judging me. And, you know, it was one of those things where we got to have our warm, fuzzy moment, even though we were talking about, you know, glory holes and right. consensual non-consent and well, that's um, the thing. Like, knife play, you know. Yeah, these, um, I'll, I'll just call them, quote, wish lists, so to speak. Like, you know, if you're in a relationship, whether it's um, open, uh, monogamous, uh, just friends with benefits, whatever. If your partner brings up to you, hey, I've been thinking about this act, or hey, I've been thinking about, you know, this side of, you know, my sexuality or whatever, you know what I mean? Don't, don't panic. This isn't them saying, well, you know, I'm not interested in you. I don't like you. That's, it's actually the exact opposite. They feel so comfortable with you. They're willing to expose themselves, which 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 can be very frightening to kind of put it all out there because people are often judged, you know, about their their interests and stuff like that. And it's just like, what, what do you mean you want anal sex? Like that's in the butt, you know. But it's like j just communication and um, yeah. But yeah, so so yeah, it's it's actually a way to grow closer with your partner. 
my opinion. Yes. If we were in the Victorian age, you would be a very bad girl. See your legs. Right. Me? Yes. You I have shorts on. I do, in fact, have shorts on. Um, they're short, but I have shorts on. I actually just bought these fuzzy socks. Ooh. They're from Victoria's Secret, and I got them on clearing on sale for like six bucks, and they're oh, nice. super fuzzy, and I love them. I do. I do have bottoms on my. Everything's I hang out, and like you said, that's we. I had the conversation. I said I'm not saying that what we're doing is bad. Or that I don't like it. I'm just saying, you know, I, I think we have space to learn and I think we have space to teach. And I would like to take advantage of those. So, um, listeners, hopefully with your, I, I don't want to say blessing, but hopefully with your, you know, Important. your understanding and oh. your excitement, we, we are going to move forward in this next quest. And um, I don't quite know what the format of that looks like. I don't know if that's going to lend itself to video. Or if that's going to end up being explicit. Again, I'm not trying to like walk you through step by step what's happening here. But at the same time, I think there are certain things that become difficult to talk about without I certain gestures or things. And if so we'll we see how it comes out. Scientific terms and stick figure graphs, we should be <laughs> able to get away with it. We'll see what we can do. So. So please look for that. We're going to get started on that here soon. We are putting together our list um, of things that we know we want to tackle. Are you going to check it twice? We might check it twice. And we'll be naughty and nice to one another. So we're going to go through that list and figure out what are the things that we really feel like we want to do. And then some of them just require a little bit more setup, a little bit more prep, a little bit more training for lack of a better term um you don't just peg the fuck out of somebody with no training it doesn't work yeah, no. um it's gonna be uncomfortable so um yeah, you also metaphor is just... metaphor is more lube is training <laughs> or so you know, yeah more lube. there's there's anal inflation plugs we have one or whatever yeah that help train your butt to literally take a larger load, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, we'll figure out the format soon. So, yeah, it's, it's yeah just so look like, for that to come. Yeah, it's just yeah. like working out any other muscle. You don't just start lifting 500 pounds. No, you gotta start out smaller at 5 pounds. Get up so that's what I got pounds. for you guys. We can wrap it up, boys. You better wrap it up. That's the best way to keep things safe. Um... But anyway, thank you all so much for joining us here on the Nerdgasm Podcast, the podcast where we do indeed talk about things that are nerdy and things that are naughty. Uh, you can go ahead and find us a couple of different places on the internet, but the best place to go ahead and find us all and then go from there is on our link tree, which can be found at linktr.ee slash nerdgasm, spelled N3RDGA5M. Correct. So, of course, uh, this December... Uh, leading through January as we head into a new year, hopefully a better year, uh, please remember, uh, especially in retail, to be excellent to each other. Enjoy yourselves and love yourselves. Be good to yourselves. Give yourselves grace and jingle all the way because no one likes a half-assed jingler. (laughs) And uh, to continue on that, um... Instead of the mistletoe this year, get the missile toad and stay naughty, everybody. Uh, ah! <laughs> replacement <laughs> words of wisdom from 12, I'm actually going to steal from a conversation I had with Aelin. Um, if a werewolf uh, infects a dwarf with their curse of lycanthropy, um, when the dwarf changes, do they become a corgi? Where Corgi? Uh, personally, I say that it's more like a Scottish Terrier because they've already got that amazing stash. So until next time, friends, I have been Merlin Sensei. He has been Switch Riggs. She has been the Mopacabra. Uh, we will go ahead and talk to you later. Bye for now. Bye, friends. Bye.